Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, JBC, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We have an awesome, awesome, awesome episode for you today. Uh, we are talking all things, well, money mindset, financial advisory, uh, shame around money, how to build your business, all of these things. And we have an awesome uh, uh, guest host today. We have the Money Honey, who we'll get into that a little bit in a little bit, but I want to explain a little bit about who this amazing person is, why she's anonymous. And I love the mystery behind that. That's just like so fun and wonderful. Uh, but she is actually a financial advisor who is inside of my signature course, The Magic of Money Making. And she gives some financial guidance and support, and she's just a really awesome person. So um, I'd like to introduce the money, honey. Thank you for having me, Jamie. I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited. Oh, thank you so much. I think the maybe the first question that we might have is, why are you anonymous? That is a great question. So I love that you said that me being anonymous is kind of exciting. I have had so many people, the lore of me being anonymous just draws them in. So I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's really nice to be able to ensure confidentiality for my clients. It's something that I hold very, very highly. It's a really small world, especially today with all the interwebs and specifically in the hairstylist community, which is where a large part of my client base is, that is an even smaller world. So it's a really nice way that I can softly deliver advice, make relationships with people, solidify those relationships, and be able to honestly share some of their stuff. And there's still a level of confidentiality there. I love that. That is so beautiful. Uh, I think, well, one of the main things that are, the reason why I connected with you so deeply is I think we just are energetically pretty similar. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we get along really easily and it's just effortless and fun. But I would say one of the main um, things that at least why I created this signature course was because of things that I struggled with personally when it came to money and finances and my own money story. And I think the biggest thing was like this embarrassment or shame around finances is like, if you don't know what you're doing and you're starting to run your own business, like for me, this was particularly true when I went on my own as like an independent hairstylist for the first time. So I was no longer employed under somebody else. And I was running this business and I did all the things correctly that I thought I needed to do. Like I was an LLC. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't doing my taxes right. That's for damn sure. Cause I owed a hell of a lot of money at the <laughs> end of the year. So my husband and I were like, what the hell? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Our first year was just freaking crazy. But, um, I think we all go out on our own because it's, I mean, we all do it for different reasons, but for me in particular, I did it because it was this kind of, um, protection that I had for like the customer experience. 
And I felt like I couldn't do that with the other salons that I had worked with. And I was like, I just want to curate this experience the way that I want to. But then you are a creative person that wants to care for people, but maybe you're not business savvy. And there becomes this like, all right, well, if nobody knows that I'm not business savvy, then I'm just taking in money. And then like, maybe I'm not taking in money the correct way, but who knows, right? Until it bites you in the ass. And then that's when it becomes like you hide it and you hide it and you hide it for so long. And then you're like, I need help and I'm embarrassed and there's shame and I have a money story and all of these things. So that's part of why I created the magic of money making, but more so like I wanted people inside of that course who felt were actually in alignment with the way that I believed too. Like, I feel like you deeply care about your clients. And I know that you um, have said before that you just really care about making sure that you don't bring up old experiences. So can you like explain a little bit more about your process when it comes to people that come to see you that have that kind of experience in the past? Yes. I am literally, I am like, I'm like biting my tongue is something that I just happened. So, um, like I, I want to touch on all of that. So the first thing I would like to say is that yes, everybody does have a past money story. And when we, when I get together with somebody, I tell them two things. I remind them, I mean, I tell them a lot of things, but part of what I tell them is that confidentiality is very important. We've talked about that, blah, 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 you get it. Number two is that anything we are discussing, I'm an open book. So if they want to ask me about any of it, I'm open. I really, you know, we all have, we all have some mistakes that we've made in the past and relative to money, I don't like to look back and harp on any negative choice that somebody made. And I always like to keep the vision going forward. However, if something comes up that was in the past that I think there's an opportunity for education, or I think, I think they may have made this mistake and not knowing it was a mistake, or maybe they did something but they don't know why they did it or why it wasn't the best possible decision for them at the time, I will take the opportunity for education and explain to them why. It is literally a no judgment zone. And at the same time, if someone is telling me that they don't know where their money's going and we go through a bank statement and it's all shopping and food, I'm not gonna tell them what they should be doing with their money but I'm going to tell them that what they are doing will not support the goal that they just told me. So it's funny. Money is funny, but we take, I take the judgment out of it and just talk about, you said we, we established that this is your goal, or you're telling me this is your goal, or you're feeling like you want to do this. You want this vision for yourself. And we're currently doing this. You know, so we really try to, you, I've got to be gentle with people and there's got to be, there has to be trust and understanding. And at the same time, the education of why this isn't working or why this, why that wasn't the best choice at that time. And again, no judgment, but just these are the reasons, whether it's IRS reasons or creditor reasons or things that nobody talks about. So the, se the second thing that you brought up 
we don't know what we're doing, right? Because no one talks about this. We grow up with the idea that talking about money is so faux pas that you can't ask your friend how much their house costs, you know, your neighbor, because it's rude. You can't ask your parents how much your house costs because it's rude. You can't talk about money. We grow up that talking about money is so rude and so bad, but how are we ever supposed to learn about money if we don't talk about it? So that is the basis of what we do when we get together. I see your hand like, yes, like that is it. Like Mm-hmm. What we, what I do is I just start talking about money. And the craziest thing is, is that when we talk about money, every single time someone leaves, there may have been tears shed, mm-hmm. swears said, they always tell me that they feel better. Yeah. And we did something that they had a wall up about, and it's not their fault. It's not someone's fault that they don't know how, how much to put away for taxes when they go out on their own. It's not their fault that they don't know that um, disability and life insurance are important. It's not someone's fault that they don't know that we have been as a culture shielded from this information. Mm-hmm. So I really agree with that. I will, yeah. oh, just one second. I'm sorry, I'm getting a call. Um, I will also say that a really important piece is the, the things that you're saying that apply to Silas apply to everybody. When we start mm-hmm. making money, we don't know what, what we're supposed to do with it. We don't know how much we're supposed to be saving for the future. We don't know. We don't know that the person that we see across the street, who's got that big house with the pool and the foreign cars in the driveway, we think that they, and we, we might know that they make as much as we do. We might know exactly mm-hmm. how much they make, but we don't know that they are credit, they are, they are debt, so far in debt that it is killing them mindset wise because they feel this incredible weight on their shoulders mm-hmm. and they just bought that new designer piece that we wanted so bad. And we feel this like innate pressure mm-hmm. for some reason to level up to them because mm-hmm. we think if they're doing it, we should be doing it. And it's this keeping up with the Joneses social media makes it so much worse and it's, it's so loaded, but it just comes down to working with someone individually and focusing on them individually. Mm -hmm. That I think is the biggest part of it. And something that came to mind that I wanted to make sure I shared, I see it mostly with Silas. I see it as a, a scare tactic. Typically when people are looking to go out on their own, Um, I see it as a misunderstood something that's out there that people say, well, you don't want to make more money because you're going to pay more taxes. Right. And I don't even want to get into the taxes. We won't get into taxes that deep. I'm not a CPA consultant CPA for tax advice, but like, (laughs) seriously, you, the more money you make, the more taxes you will pay. If you're doing things right and you are out on your own, you now have more write-offs. So like, that's a whole nother conversation, but that is how it goes. Right. And it's not like, it's all relative. I hate when people try to keep people down by telling them that they should not be making more money. Mm -hmm. It literally drives me insane. Mm -hmm. So I will step off my soapbox (laughs) and let you continue. (laughs) 
I can't. There's so much good stuff to say though. So it's, it's so important, but I think, you know, what you said, what you basically have broken down to is that one, a lot of people have had money trauma. A lot of people have had really, really terrible experiences with money, the way that they've been raised with money. And that's really kind of what the magic of money making was about was to rebuild your relationship with money and what it actually means. So then you can actually think about it differently. You can feel differently about it. You can see it as like an experience to live your life in a more beautiful and expansive way. And the other thing is, is that, well, you know, there's different types of coping mechanisms with money too, which you most likely have experienced when you're working one-on-one with people. We have people who hoard money. We have people who um, uh, are super spenders because they don't feel safe with it. Um, and, And it's a lot of rebuilding what this actually means. And a lot of it comes down to how we were raised with it how we have like built this belief system around what money is and what it means to us. And that a lot of it is if what holds a lot of people back from, at least from my past experiences with working with a lot of students in this signature course was mainly around if I make more money, people will see me different. If I make more money, people will leave me. People won't love me as much. I won't be, and that's heartbreaking to me. Because first and foremost, making more money doesn't necessarily mean that you're better than anybody else. It doesn't mean you've just experienced this financial um, income level for so long that you identify with that and it feels safe. And then all of a sudden you have this opportunity to expand, but really like, what is money? It's, it's a piece of paper, right? But it's, it's like, a, it's, it's, a, not, it's a currency. Yeah. It's a currency. But the, the reality of it is it's not the money that you actually want. It's the feeling that you have with it. Right. So for some people, the feeling is I can buy more things and then I can look and appear more successful. Right. Which is not, it's not an expansive way of living to, to, prove yourself to anybody, right? It's to actually live and experience and love and have more, less stress and more joy. Like that's really what this is all about. And the other part of this is too, is that when you had talked about, oh, what was it? It was, oh, keeping up with the Joneses and everything like that, right? Like everyone has this experience of like, oh, if you buy more or if you make more, then you have more, then you have to pay more taxes. And that is a limiting belief. And I talk so much because everyone has their own belief system around it. And it's so important to identify like, what is it that you actually believe to be true? That's actually holding you back, right? Because the reality of it is, is that either there's shame or guilt attached to it. You're afraid of looking different or experiencing something different. You feel unsafe around it. Maybe you've had trauma of where you've had like a lot of money taken from you, or maybe you saw your parents fighting about money and they got divorced. So you're money relationship is actually entangled and intertwined in love and how you've experienced like relationships and financial together. It's very complicated, right? So that's why each person's story is so unique and so important and special to unravel with kindness and softness and empathy that most of it is not your fault. I mean, you've been told on repeat this story and that story and this story. And and the reality is what I'm hoping that the lovely soul that's listening to this on the other side is, is that you are not stuck. 
if you are stressed you are about money, stuck. you're not stuck, right? Like this is like, and the, we only keep ourselves in this like holding cell because we're afraid of what the other side looks like. But when you have people that are there to support you and understand, like, like from your perspective, like you're not a hairstylist, but you get the money part and you get how to, to serve with empathy and safety. Right. And you actually help people just like all the other people that you've helped. But, and then my side is like, I've been there. Like I get what it's like to experience money trauma. I get what it's like to think like, for example, I would just like to share this brief story is that one of the main reasons why it was very challenging for me to actually charge adequately behind the chair was because if I made more, I believed that I would be greedy. I would be viewed as greedy. Not that I would be greedy, but that people would see me that way. And that was a story that I was told growing up. We, my mom, you know, worked, um, my mom and dad both didn't go to college. My dad worked in like this, um, manufacturing shop. My mom was a manager in retail. They worked really long hours and we made just enough to get by and we took some vacations, but like money was still an issue, right? Mm -hmm. It was still, and then they would constantly talk about it where it was like, this is just who we are. Mm -hmm. Like, this is who I am. And that like, if I made more and they would talk about people that made a lot of money, um, not in a mean way, but it like my child brain really didn't know the difference. Right. I just Mm -hmm. took this information in as truth. And yeah, money isn't everything until you yeah, have money. Exactly. And you're like, oh, fuck, I do need that, huh? Because mm-hmm. then it becomes very, very stressful when you don't. Or you're like, yeah, oh, I don't know how no, to pay the bills. So, um, so, and especially like as, as a mother too, right? Like you're not even responsible for yourself anymore. You're responsible for keeping your, your kids, a roof over your kid's house, right? And there's, there's students that I've worked with that were homeless in their cars with their kids. Like it's devastating. Like there has been some really, really hard, hard, terrible times, especially in this year. Like, I don't know what you've experienced with the pandemic in terms of like money stories changing, but I can imagine that you have. What the biggest, this isn't like to toot my own horn, but I, I am giving you literal quotes if we hadn't started working together before the pandemic, I would be so hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Another client, because we had put, because I had been putting aside so much money, whether it's in savings or it's actually going to work and investing and the money is growing. And yes, things fluctuate. They don't always go up, but because I was so regimented in saving, I was fine. And if this had happened a year earlier, I would not have been. So you're absolutely right. And through the grace of unemployed, so many people getting unemployment who never, ever expected to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I believe we can honestly never rely on the government for things like that, but it's, it was, it's scary. And the reality of your business being shut down for months is like, shocking mm-hmm. and now real so now mm-hmm. it's like oh you just went through that right like it's it's that switch of like that just happened to me this just happened to us they just shut us down right and they did mm-hmm. they shut you down like there's no if ands or buts about that but are you going to let life happen to you and stay in that same like whatever I was doing before I'm going to do it again or are we going to level up and go to work 
you know, like, yes, you guys, stylists go to work harder than most people that I know. I, I had messaged you, we were going through some like home shifting things and moving some stuff. And I was on my feet for an extended period of time. And I'm like, wow, all my stylists, like, I can't imagine actually being on my feet for this many hours. Like you guys are heroes. Um, and if we experienced a hard time during that, it tells me a couple things. But one thing that it tells me is that we might not be putting enough money away regularly. So let's switch it up. The other thing I want to say quickly before I forget is that when women have money, so like that you are not stuck mentality. And if you make more money, you will be this and other people will do this and it will, it will affect you X, Y, Z. When women have money, so much good can happen. The mm -hmm. biggest philanthropists are women. Most nonprofits are started by women. I actually don't know if that's a quote, but I feel like they make the biggest impact. So I'll check that one in the back here. We can put it in the show notes, um, but it felt really good and sounded really good. But I will tell you, like, mm -hmm. you would not have been able to start the incredible culture that you have if there wasn't money to back it. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that like us doing this podcast right now is costing money, but it's costing our time. And when we have, when we are making more money, we are able to make more decisions, more intentional decisions with our time, mm. right? Like I have a child who needs a lot of time from me, from specialists. And if we did not have money, I'm not saying a lot of money. I'm not saying a little money. If there were not dollars to pay for the care or to pay for, to compensate for the time that it takes, we would be in a different situation. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's thinking about how can this money positively affect me? What can it allow me to do that I can't do right now? I want to, I want to see more clients. Okay. You need to hire an assistant who can help with do, laying the foils, who can wash out your clients. If you, if the goal is you want to see more people, you want to give more love, you want to do this, you want to do that. How can money, how can this money, how can this increase, how can this abundance help in a positive way? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the best. I mean, because often it's like we, we think about, well, if I, we, our brain is naturally wired to be very, very negative. Like that's just biologically, we have to try very hard to be positive people. Like it's just naturally the way our brain works as a defense mechanism to keep us alive. I know it's, it's, you know, you'd think your brain would have more context to like, it's not a bad thing. Like, why are you making me so aware of the terrible things that are happening right now? But in reality it's there. So we have to be very conscious of when there's a, a situation that you don't like, how can we reframe it to feel different? What are the positives that can come out of it? Because that's going to make you see in a different perspective because every person right now has a lens on life that is unique to them based off of their past experiences, their belief systems, their identity levels, the things that they have experienced in their lives, the way they view themselves, all of these things. And then it goes through all of these, all this information that comes at us everyone perceives it differently. So someone that's listening to this may be like, 
I don't like this podcast episode because they're talking about money and it makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't mm-hmm. feel worthy and it makes me feel like shit and I'm turning it off and I don't want to look at it. And then someone uh-huh. may be like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. I feel so inspired. I feel so heard. I've had enough. I need help. I, I know my people. I'm, I know where to go now. Um, and it's just so interesting because, you know, I think oftentimes we become afraid to do what we want to do for the fear of what could happen instead of thinking like, like exactly how you said, what is the most beautiful outcome? Like, you what are the possibilities? Be, right. What are the possibilities? Cause you have a choice every day. You can either believe in the fear-based thoughts or the faith-based thoughts. And everybody has invisible. something, right. And everyone has something that they think about or dream about. So whether it's, you know, one day opening their own salon, right. Mm-hmm. Guess what you need to do that. You mm-hmm. need money. It doesn't have to be your money. It could be someone else's money but it's money. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, it's just a piece of paper and it allows us to do things that we want to do dream of some things we don't like to do cost money, like paying taxes. You know, I don't always love writing a check and paying. I don't like taxes going to the dentist. To I hate the dentist. We don't like going Still to the, to the dentist. Right. And we have to pay that time because if we don't mm-hmm. go and get cleanings, we will get a cavity or whatever. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm in my thirties and haven't had one. I don't know if the whole cavity thing isn't real or what, but um, (laughs) so there we go. (laughs) So we, you know, we have to do things right. And money is one of those things that we have to do. And the more, what my least favorite kind of client is the one that goes, okay, you do it. Right. And it's, it's twofold because I, I appreciate the trust, but I want them to understand a little bit about what we're doing because the more they understand, the better decision they can make for themselves. Mm, I love that. Well, you're empowering them. You're empowering them to step up and do that on their own, which is a beautiful thing to be able to do. And so um, I'm, I just want to thank you so much for, for being here and showing, you know, showcasing um, first off your personality and how you help people. It's just a wonderful thing that you do what you do and you help a lot of people doing it. And I'm so happy that you're inside of the magic of money-making and that people have access to you. But in the show notes, if you want to work with the money, honey, uh, independently, and you're looking for guidance and support, I will put her uh, access information inside of the show notes so you can find her and follow her on the IG. And you can direct message her personally and keep that relationship anonymous. And I I just love that. And I just want to thank you for your time. And I want to personally just ask you, like, if you had like maybe one thing like your closing, your closing statement, one thing that you would want somebody to know, what would it be? Wow. That is no pressure question. So first I will say, thank you for having me on. And, um, I am always, always happy to, to have a conversation with somebody. I don't charge them to talk the first time. Some people have come to me through your program, which is amazing, by the way, and we have moved forward with a lot of planning for them and it has made their lives easier based on what we've done, which I think anything that does that is a positive. And um, we have some people who aren't ready. They're not ready to do the work yet. You know, it's not, it's not just plug and play, unfortunately, but having someone there 
that you can talk to, whether it's now or you're not quite ready, just someone to have to bounce ideas off of, you know, that, that is, that is the best in my opinion. So my closing statement, let's see, I would remind people that there's always good, better, best. So maybe what you're doing right now is working for you and you're surviving and you make money and you pay your bills and you drink your coffee and you feel good and you work out and you do your, you go through your steps, right? And you work hard, but something's stressing you. Like the, maybe it's the money talk. Maybe it's not, maybe it's the food talk. Maybe it's fitness is something is, is back here. Like it's not right. We need to do work on it. There's always better. So I would just encourage you, whatever it is, that's kind of like a thorn in your side. Maybe it's time to do better. That's what I would say. I love that. I love that. And I'm just here to remind every single person here. And I think this is always so helpful to me is that we get so wrapped up in the day-to-day and then all of a sudden a week becomes three weeks and three weeks becomes six months and then it's another year and all of a sudden we're older and all of a sudden our kids are getting older and all of a sudden we're like, this is not a forever thing. Like life is not forever and I'm not guaranteed. And when you think about life not being a forever thing that you get one chance to make this the life that you want to have. I hope that it doesn't scare you. I hope it empowers you that you have the power to choose something different, that you're not a victim, that you're not a, you're not a victim of circumstances. Like you have more power than you could ever believe possible. And that there's so many people and resources available to you. You just have to say yes. And sometimes it won't be the right time for you, right? Maybe it's just not, I mean, you can't, if you're not there, you're not there. But when the student is ready, the teacher appears. That's how it's always worked. Why? (laughs) Like, why am I tearing up right now? So like, maybe you needed that message. Wow. This is, this is great. (laughs) The money honey's (laughs) having tears. (laughs) Wow. 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 Yes. Well, I just want to thank you again. And thank you for the beautiful souls that are listening on the other side. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that today that you um, remember that you have choice, you have more power than you could ever understand and you have resources and support. Um, You can follow us inside of our Facebook community. We are actually hosting a free five-day challenge called the Magnetic Money Mindset, which I'll be going through five days of amazing content, if I do say so myself, um, on how to reframe your, uh, basically how you see money and how you can unblock those, you know, those like blocks inside of you that believe that you're not capable or believe it can, it has to be scary or hard. And, um, yeah, so we're really excited about that. And I want to thank the money, honey, for being on here with me today. Thank you, Jamie. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Bye.